a strange perspective, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to the last podcast episode of 2021. Ooh. Last episode of the year. Uh, and it's going to be a good one. Now, uh, depending on what I, you know, titled this podcast episode, there's, there's bound to be a lot of fucking questions. So... Let's just get right to it because what I want to do with this episode is I want to deep dive into one specific thing that happened in 2011 and that's when I broke my neck. If you've been following my podcast for a long time, you will know that I have a podcast episode titled 2011. It is, I think it's my most downloaded episode, I think it is, but I know for a fact that it's my most personal one. I was in I was in a good place recording that but I it was it was a good place in a horrible horrible fucking year. So I can understand listening back to it which I did before recording this episode. I understand why that episode turned out the way it did. But that episode is about my entire year. It was about my struggle with anxiety. It was about me going to the church to to pray that whoever is listening to take everything I had and give it to one of my pillars. It was about my pillars, and it also explains why things happened the way they did with the accident. Why did I break my neck? Uh, what Everything that led up to it and all that stuff. That's the difference between this and that episode. If you want the details, if you want to know what happened that year, which many of my friends know as the worst year ever in my entire life, then please listen to that episode. It, I recorded it two years ago, but it's still relevant today if you wish to know the man behind the microphone. But this episode will only tackle one thing, and that is me breaking my neck. And then when that is done... I will tell you what has happened after that, which will be a form of a summarize of everything I've been talking about specifically this year. So yes, there will be a lot of furry stuff because it will be connected to the events of 2011. A lot of people, since I've become a furry, I've made a lot of new friends, and for obvious reasons, of they don't know that I have a broken neck. So this episode is to, for everyone new listening, this is so you'll understand what happened and why I hate winter. In 2011, November 19th, between 2.30 and 3 p.m. 2.30 p.m. and 3 p.m., of course. I'm talking about an interval of 30 minutes. I egged my best friend and one of my pillars to drive me to what we call Sistianbolaget, which is the only way to get your hands on alcohol. They closed at 3. It was 2.30, and I egged them that we have to go because at that time, I was an actual alcoholic. And the thought of not having any alcohol just, like, I had legit panic over that. So I egged him on, and in that hurry and in that stress, we ended up in a in the car accident. 
which almost took my life. Now, I, on my Twitter, at Danny Strange, and then the first three letters of perspective, which is P-E-R, all together, Danny Strange, per. I will upload some pictures that I took uh, last week, and to give you a date, I took them November 13th, 2020, 2000, no, 2021, yeah, 2021, dumbass, uh, so as of this recording, which is happening on Wednesday, I took those photos four days ago. I went back to where we crashed, and I dressed up as Kane, and I will tell you why in this episode. But if you want to see the site where I actually crashed, check my Twitter, or reach out to me, and I'll send you the link to my Twitter so you can see for yourself. So that's what I did. The accident itself, um, that whole area is surrounded by dense forest, and there's a small patch. Well, it's a big patch, but it's small in comparison to the, to the rest of the road, which is just forest. But this one patch where there's a summer cabin is open. There's no trees, and there are two humongous rocks. My friend lost control of the car, and aimed for this patch. And looking back on it, the car, when it started rolling, it missed the first rock, and it was rolling towards the second one, but it hit something, flew, the car flew up in the air, it hit branches on that tree, and it landed upside down, thus missing the second rock. If you need context, again, it's on my Twitter. So not only was I so lucky that the doctor himself said that you, I, you have a guardian angel. We cannot explain how not only you're, that you're alive, but you're, that you're able to walk. Not only am I lucky that I survived um, breaking my neck, I'm lucky that the car didn't hit any of those fucking rocks. Because if it did, well, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. One, uh, two, two vertebrae got affected by this accident. One got fractured. The other one got crushed. So half of it was destroyed. And with the pressure of my head, it moved out of place. And that was the vertebrae basically that made sure that I was paralyzed. Like directly after lying in the car and not being able to move. They took bone from my hip to replace what was destroyed. They moved back the, the vertebrae and they put in a metal plate and two screws. That picture is also on Twitter. And that's something I have in my neck right now. This plate gets... It becomes a fucking nightmare during winter. 
or anytime it's cold, it fucks up my neck tremendously. In fact, I'm recording this episode on Wednesday because I couldn't go to work because of the pain. Driving a car without being able to look to the left and to the right, wouldn't really recommend it. And I get reminded of this pain all the time. Hell, it's summer and I could be chewing bubble gum. And if I look to the side while I'm doing the wrong movement with my mouth, maybe I'm chewing at the same time that I'm turning my head. And I will feel a jolt going through my entire spine. And it hurts every fucking time I do it. So I'm constantly reminded by this metal plate. Again, if you wish to know deeper details on why this happened, I recommend my podcast episode 2011. I wanted to go into I wanted to go into detail here about me breaking my neck. This is also why I can't pursue my dream of becoming a wrestler and why I have to change occupation and a new career change. Yes, it's been 10 years. Why haven't I done it before? There's a lot of fucking reasons for it. I will not go into it now, but I need to do it. You know, I need to do it. My body is giving up. Point is, I went back to this place uh, four days ago. I mean, I've passed, since the accident, I've passed through it many, many times. Many times. This was, but that's, that's just the thing. I've passed through it. This was the first time I actually wanted to stop at that area to examine. Now, I don't have any anxiety connected to it. I don't, you know, feel sad or, or feel like, oh, man, I'm doing something big. I'm going back to the place where it all happened. I don't feel any of that. But I will not lie either. Going back there and really examining what happened step by step, especially by my, by my best friend, it did made it made me realize just how insane this accident was and that maybe i haven't really taken it as serious as i should have ha- should have all these years but it is what it is i'm not going to dwell on it now it the freaky thing about breaking your neck is a couple of days later after they, you know, do surgery on it and they tell you, hey, we're going to learn how to walk today. <laughs> I remember looking at them. I was like, uh, oh, yeah, walking. Never done that before. I wonder how this will go. Just laughing at the idea that I have to, quote, unquote, learn to walk again. And as soon as they stood me up, my body kept falling to the side and I kept telling my body to walk and my body wouldn't do it. So I kept falling, and I kept falling. There were like three or four nurses helping me to make sure that every time I fell, they would keep me in place. It was the freakiest thing to not be able to walk when you've done it for you know all, your entire life. Um, I also remember leaving that place... And when I got into the car, because my dad was going to drive me home, every time he had to turn around a corner, I felt I felt the biggest panic in my body every single time. But it was so subconsciously 
that it you had a felt a sense of doom every time you turn around a corner and then it would just disappear. And I remember the first thing I wanted to see when I got home was Jesus Christ Superstar the musical. I fucking love that musical. Woo! Love it. Uh, but I wanted, really wanted to watch it when I got home. And we did. After a long-ass shower. And it took me... It took me uh, a little over a year to stop having constant, intense pain every day, all day. Just patches of morphine on me every day, waking up crying from the pain every day. And I still feel certain stuff from it from now, even now. Um, this is going to sound fucked, but I promise you it's the truth. Ever since that accident, I've had problems with balance. I can stand completely still. And I can feel that I struggle with just standing still. And I don't mean in, in a I'm nervous or I'm anxious type of way. I mean literally like keeping my body in balance. So I don't tilt to the left or the right or forward, backwards. Uh, I tend to fuck up my ankle because I tend to run the wrong way. And that was never really a problem until my accident. So th there are things besides the pain that... You know, it reminds me constantly of this metal plate. And it's always there. And these past two weeks, as of this recording, has been hell for me. Uh, because I'm, well, like I said, I'm at home. I can't work. If I can't work, I don't get money. If I don't get money, you know. <laughs> Let's just say that not having time for the podcast is the latest of my troubles. But. I don't regret that accident because, like I've said to so many people, every decision you've made, every action that you've taken, every path that you've taken has led you to the place where you are today. And I'm pretty fucking happy with the person I am today. And I do believe I needed to experience something that drastic to put things into perspective. So, while I do wish I didn't have this fucking thing, it, it, look, I'm not going to lie to you. It just, it hurts physically to sit here recording this podcast. Uh, and it goes in waves. Sometimes... Um, it hurts for days, sometimes it hurts for weeks, and then it will let go, and then I, I'll feel fine for maybe a week, several weeks, several months, and then it happens again, and, it, and I'm in pain again, and it goes up and down, up and down, up and down. You never know how long it will last, you never know when it will hit, but it will hit, and this is basically my life. But that's enough with the broken neck thing. Hopefully that will get you up to speed to all my new friends who keep telling me, I didn't know you broke your neck. Well, yeah, of course, because it's not something that, you know, happens to everyone. If you want more details, please listen to my 2011 podcast episode. Just keep in mind, it's a very personal episode. It's a very emotional episode. It will also tackle that entire year. But it will also give context to why I was in a car crash or why I egged on so badly for alcohol. 
Because I know a lot of people are going to react like, this, all this happened because you wanted alcohol? Listen to my podcast episode about 2011 and you'll understand why that was such an important thing for me. But if you just want to know about my broken neck, there you go. So who am I today? Why the fuck did I go back in the cane suit? As you know, as I've said many times on this podcast, especially this year, and especially during my furry month, which was August, and, and an episode titled... Um, Wait, what the, what the fuck did I title it? It was either how I became a furry uh, or my introduction to furry. It's basically the episode, the first episode of my furry month that I had and where I talk about, well, how I became a furry. And ever since becoming a furry, I've had some of my absolute biggest changes in my life. I've accepted who I am. And not only that, I'm proud of who I am. Uh, and a big, 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 big step of this is accepting my sexuality, which I denied myself since being 12, 13 years old. This year has been easily my best year in terms of inner peace. Yes, of course, there's been up and downs. It's life. It happens to all of us. Of course it has. But overall, putting things into, again, perspective, I would say that this is my best year I've ever had when it comes to inner peace, so much so that I've had friends that I haven't met in a long time come up to me and say, there's something different about you, there's a certain aura or glow around you, you can tell that you're happier now than you've ever been, and I say yes. And that is connected to the furry fandom, because the furry fandom not only accepted me, they took me in with open arms and they've helped me so much in terms of finding myself and who I really am. I cannot emphasize how much being a furry has impacted my life in the most positive and wonderful and beautiful way. So I'm, I'm a proud furry. I'm a, oof, I'm a very proud furry. And I'm proud of the friends I've made. And it, that will lead to the last point of this podcast episode. I've made a, a lot of wonderful friends. I've made friends that I know will stick with me for a very, very, very long time. My goal is for the rest of my life. Friends that I can even call best friends now. You know who you are. But one of them. One of them has reached a, a level that I honestly thought no one would ever reach. In 2011, in that episode that I did, I talk about my six pillars. I've talked about my pillars lots and lots of times, and if you're tired of it, sucks to be you, motherfucker, because I'm not done talking about them. I will always talk about them because they are the most important people in my life even though I don't talk to one of them and I haven't talked to them since 2012. She will always have the title of one of my pillars. And real quick, my pillars are the people who have changed, built up, and laid the foundation for the person I am today. I dislike calling them my best friend because I feel like it's such an insult to what they actually are. There's something so much 
stronger than that. And that's not to demean anyone who calls me their best friend because I do have you and you know that I fucking love you with my entire heart. You know it. You know I do. I don't mess around with, with words like best friends. They genuinely mean something very heavy for me. But my pillars, that's someone that if I would lose contact with them, like, for example, the one pillar I haven't talked to from 2012, what they've done has affected me so fun on a, such a fundamental level that they will always have a place in my heart. And there's six of them. But ever since I became a furry, there are now seven. Because this seven furry has this seven furry. This seven pillar, who is a furry, he helped me not only accept my sexuality, he he helped me be proud of the person that I see when I stare into the mirror. He, he, he didn't only, not only did you give me support, you, you took my hand and you guided me in a way that no one else on this planet could. That I believe full-heartedly. Not only my sexuality, man, just as a fucking human being, you've made me so proud of the person that I am. And I say it with such pride that you're my seventh pillar. Such pride. And for my other pillars, it was no fucking secret that this person became my seventh because, and I quote, you can already tell how you feel about this person when every time you talk about them because there's so much love in your voice when you do. And it's the truth. It's the fucking truth. This, this episode is to enlighten everyone about my broken neck. It's to remind everyone about my pillars it's to inform all of you, pillars, friends, best friends, family, that I have a seventh pillar. And I won't say his name as of this recording, because I don't know if I have his approval to do so. But I will try my best to have him on my podcast, and then I will ask if I may introduce him as my seventh pillar. And, but that will be up to him. And that will be for a future episode if that happens. Of course, why did you return to the place where you broke your neck as Cain? Because being a furry has meant so much for me. I feel like Cain represents the person I am today. Cain represents everything of what I've become, what I've always wanted to be, and what I and how proud I am to be the person I am. He represents all of that. 
That's why I went back as Kane. Because there is no better way to show the difference from 2011 Danny and 2021 Danny, also known as Kane. To all the furry friends that I've made, maybe you understand how much impact you've had on me. Maybe you don't. It's fine. The important thing is that I know the impact you've had on me, and it's immeasurable. To my six pillars that till this day are still there for me, I love you so much. And to my newest pillar, I hope that I can one day repay what you've done for me. And I know that I have the rest of my life to do it. And to all my, all my other friends, my uh, quote-unquote normies, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for listening. And thank you for all the love you give me. Yes, I am a person that that likes to categorize uh, all the stuff. Friends, best friends, normies, furries. Yes, I like I like to put them into categories. That is not to rank you. I don't rank people. You're human beings. You're not things. I don't rank you, but I do put you in different boxes. And that the reason why I do that is because I find it much easier for my brain to function that way. Why, I do not know, but I've, I do have friends that have given me ideas on why that is. So please don't take it personally if you feel like I'm ranking you less than. It's not about ranking, it's about putting you in different boxes. But you all matter to me. At the end of the day, you all matter to me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be your friend. I wouldn't. And the proof, the proof is in the pudding. Action speaks louder than words. If I didn't feel that way, I would only spend time with furries or my pillars and never with anyone that is a quote-unquote friend. But I do. Why? Because you're my friend, which means that I like having you in my life. I like spending time with you. Now, I'm not going to repeat myself. I think I've had my message clear. This is also why I wanted to record last week's episode, which was what about my car. I wanted some laughs. This one, there's no laughing. There's one, there's no... I tried to make it entertaining. I really do. But I feel like getting my message across is more important than being entertaining. And hopefully I did that. I feel like I did that. So let's end this episode. I've said what I need to say. Hopefully this makes you understand me much better. 2021 has been an amazing year. Ups and downs, just like life brings, but overall it's been an amazing year. And 2022 is going to be even better. 2022 is going to be fucking insane. I'm going to my first furry convention. I'm going to my first convention just at all. I'm going to meet all my furry friends. I'm going to meet Kiss. I'm going to meet Kiss. I'm going to see them live twice. I'm going to my first music festival. 
There is so much shit planned for 2022, and it's starting with a fucking road trip with my seventh pillar. Can it get fucking better than this? I think not. Amigos, that's my episode. Thank you so much. Because I won't release anything after this, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Adios.